0: They bear me in the water and I came, I knew.
1: <laughs> now I'm in blue.
0: What's up, everybody? I'm excited for this episode. It's very different. It's actually me being interviewed um, on another podcast, but I really liked the interview. So I said, you know what? I want to put it on my podcast. I want my people to hear this. So that is what you are going to be hearing. I hope that you're kicking ass, taking names. We have some really great um, free courses that are coming out this week. So really be paying attention. One that I want to talk to you about is it's called the um, Tactical Confident Female Officer. And basically it's um, like a three-prong course. It's for, You're going to be getting it for free. You can check the link in my bio. Keep checking my social medias just to see when it comes out. I was hoping for today. Um, we've had a few tech glitches, but regardless, basically uh, we have, uh, I brought in two experts. We have, um, a USPSA shooter. He's a police officer. He was former SWAT, former, uh, canine handler, former sergeant. His name is Andrew Keith. Um, he is phenomenal. He's going to teach you how to, um, draw your gun very quickly and effectively, uh, we have Ashley Smashley, who is a pro MMA fighter. She walks around at about a buck 30. So she knows how to fight. And even as like a smaller statute woman, she actually teaches um, at two police academies in California. She teaches uh, defensive tactics all over the country. um, And she is going to be teaching you um, what's called the tactical get up, um, how to get up uh, in case you fall down. And um, and then you have your girl over here going to be uh, hitting you over the head with uh, some command presence and confidence training. So um, this is a free training that you are going to be able to receive. So keep an eye on the links in the bio. I hope you enjoy this podcast. And if you do, I'd love to hear about it. Come let me know if you liked it or not.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to the glitter. Okay, we've got some magic today. And this is like a Topic that we haven't really covered yet. So I've got my good friend on Autumn Clifford. And Autumn, I was going to say, you're like, you specialize in police officers, but that would not even be remotely correct. I feel like you're a coach for female police officers. Is that right?
0: Yeah. 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 I've been, I mean, I've been coaching all of them for years, but recently I've been really focused on women because. Let's face it, there's just not a lot of women helping women, especially in that realm. Oh my goodness, Sam. I'm telling you, the whole fucking internet broke when I did. If if the internet breaks, anytime they think that I am just focusing on female cops. Yesterday, just yesterday, I got a message because I put to, like, I just put, Female officers, because why? Because I want them to know that I'm talking to them, not for any other reason. I just want them to know, hey, I'm here for you.
1: Okay. So when I met you, well, actually, I, I think you were like the first person I hired to help me, like in, I'm like to help me in general, just like in the coaching world, mm-hmm. um, where I was like, hey, I need some help. And at the time you were doing like um, angel coaching, but is that, any, that doesn't even feel like that's right either. I feel like you're just such a dynamic individual.
0: I think. It, so here's, here's what I've uncovered about myself because I've been coaching for eight years, eight years. I'm like really celebrating that been coaching um, professionally for eight years. When um, I started, I was still a police officer. I was injured in the line of duty. Um, and what happened was I don't have a cool story. There was no cool. Like I wasn't in a fight or I don't have a good story. It was literally like, eventually my legs were going numb. I couldn't sit, couldn't stand my doctors or they pulled me out of police work and it was overnight and it was sudden and I lost my whole identity. And then I became couch ridden. Okay. <clears throat> so from there I had to build, I had to do something and I, I just wanted to start helping people because I felt like people were, there were people like me um, prior to that. I, w- I would I you know, I faced depression, even as a police officer, extreme anxiety. I got diagnosed with PTSD and an anxiety disorder when I was still on the road uh, and nobody was talking about it and nobody was there to help me and nobody, any of that. And so the, to bottom line it, I would just say that I, I really am really good with mindset. I've applied it to helping spiritual entrepreneurs such as yourself. I've, you know, I've applied it by just helping people spiritually, Um, in, you know, self-defense, I was running a self-defense school, Uh, you know, police officers, female police officers, spouses. I mean, I've applied it to different people, but it's all the same. It's, it's definitely mindset.
1: Well, I mean, that's kind of the secret to life, right? Is like, get your mind in check, or at least to learn to observe it and realize that like, it's separate from who you really are. Well, and you can
0: attest to that too. Like you've gone through a lot of shit.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: That's why I started this
1: podcast. I was like, hey, listen, fellow lady out there,
0: you're not crazy. I went through this too. You know, and I I just want to say, like, I think that I don't don't know if people understand how truly valuable that is. So, you you know, the reason you and I vibe, Sam, is we're really no bullshit. And this is just kind of who we are. And we just put it out there. And I think women need to understand that we are all longing for that. We're just longing for fucking people to be real with us, and it. in the reason it works, and and sometimes it doesn't work. Like there's platforms, like Instagram, doesn't love it because Instagram loves for everything to be, you know, pleasing, aesthetically pleasing. I'm not. I, there's nothing about me aesthetically pleasing. I'm like no makeup, hair not done, in your face. My my pictures are too, like just everything. But but the message. Just like you, the message always comes through of, hey, I'm a real fucking person. My life has is is life just like yours. And here's here's the deal. You can get through it. And it sucks. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but you can fucking do this, you know? Yeah, absolutely.
1: So how did you, I, I always think it's really interesting because you made like the transition from spiritual coaching. You had like an angel program, right? Is that, am I calling it the right thing?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I- I work, I still work really with my angels, (laughs) Um, but yeah, we had what was called, what you enrolled in was the Making Magic Mastermind. Yes, that was it. Um, So how did you kind of move from that into,
1: and I realized that it's all like full circle and intertwined, but like, how come, like what really, I guess, like shoved you over the edge where you're like, I'm going to step up and do this because I mean, you know, you're out there on TikTok and you've got like haters and you've got like, you're really helping people. Are you you ready? How did you like just get brave enough to jump full force into it?
0: Sure. You ready for a full circle moment that for everybody who's listening, Sam has no idea what I'm about to say. You were actually the catalyst of what I'm doing. We were on a coaching call. This was back in 2016. That's when you and I were, I was we were coaching together. We were on a coaching call and you kept saying, "Autumn, I just don't know. Like I'm so unfulfilled. I just don't know what I want to do. And you, you were, the one thing about being a coach is what, if you, if you're a coach who understands that every your clients are literally mirrors of you. And like, the cool thing is, is by helping them, you're helping yourself. Like I just, it's amazing. And so you were mirroring to me exactly what I was thinking. And I said to you, I, it, something came up about military wives. And I'm like, dude, like, why don't you fucking talk? And, and you were talking about how like you had done some things and like this and that. And, like you weren't like set on it, but like we were just, we were going through like all of this. And I remember being on that call and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I feel exactly like her. I feel so unfulfilled. I feel like every other motherfucker on the internet and like that this isn't where my heart is at. And doesn't mean, like, it doesn't mean I don't, never loved my spiritual entrepreneurs or it didn't mean I didn't love helping people, you know, whatever, but I just knew that I needed to get back to my roots uh, as far as first responders and police officers more specifically. And so that's, Literally, I'm just going to be honest with you. I'll never forget. I'll never forget that call. I know right where I was. I know everything we talked about. And that's how you know that there was a shift. At that point, there was a shift. Now, the, between in 2016 to getting to where I am in 2022 with a very successful business has been hell. <laughs> There's nothing easy about it. But here's the deal, Sam. Just like you, I just stayed the course. I just knew what my heart has been telling me when everybody told me, no, my own husband has, we've had so many arguments about there's no money in cops. Cops don't want to pay for anything. You're never going to build a business. You're never going to be successful. You know, um, nobody wants what you have to offer. What is your, you know, what is your qualification? Like all of the things logistically, like logically doesn't make sense, but here I am. Dude that's
1: the thing though is everything's supposed to make fucking sense right but if we keep making fucking sense we just end up fucking miserable because the system that we're buying into is bullshit it's a system that was like made up I would say like it hasn't even been like 100 years that's what I, when I tell people I'm like you don't have to buy into the system it didn't even exist 100 years ago
0: Hmm. I love that I'm gonna use that <laughs> well you know what
1: actually got my kind of thinking that way sorry I you guys just for listening I had some serious dental work done this morning and it's starting to come unnumb. numb and it's like not <laughs> my mouth isn't moving how I want it to <laughs> it makes this words. episode all the more interesting <laughs> the words are coming out um was my mom was I wanted to move to like the smaller town and like live in this cute cabin. I still want to do this. It's going to happen. And my mom was like, "No, then your son won't be able to play sports. Kids need sports." And I was like, they didn't even play sports 50 years ago. They don't need them to thrive. Like yes, they enjoy them. There's nothing wrong with them. But like that's not the catalyst that's going to make a child a great adult, you know. And that's when I started to realize like there's so many things that like we've just bought into but they're actually very recent. Even, you know, um the IRS, the income tax. Like my grandma's like, I remember when they started income tax and I was like, wait, this isn't like a, you know what I mean? This, yeah, exactly. hundred yeah. percent. So there's so many things you can just kind of step out of, but okay. So do you have any, like, I know there's probably a million things, but like, is there anything that really stood out to you that when, you know, your husband's like, Adam, you're being dumb or, you know, these assholes on the internet are like, this isn't where the money's at. This isn't what you should be doing. Like, how have you kind of stayed your course?
0: because so here's what I really believe. And, and I believe that I have taught us, I'm pretty sure I even taught you this back when is, I really believe that we all need, we all become who we fucking needed at some point in our lives. And for me, for me, I really needed us. I never really had a, I never had a strong female role model period. Okay. Not one that actually like saw me and like loved me and wasn't jealous of me. And I know, you know, that it, I know to somebody listening who doesn't know me, that sounds very conceited. I'm not trying to come off conceited at all. I'm just being honest. And I, I didn't have that. I'm an only child. My family's Italian. Nobody likes each other. They're fucking insane. I come from the other side of the railroad tracks. I come from, you know, the other half of my family, who's not Italian, they're all addicted to drugs and it's just not, I don't come from a good family. I didn't have, I didn't have good, strong role models. Okay. I knew when I hit my low of getting injured and let me just like paint that picture for you really quickly. When I got injured, it was, I became couch ridden for six months. I have a master's degree in criminal justice. I all I ever wanted to do was be a cop. Okay. I met my motherfucking husband in the police academy. I've been a cop since I've been 20 years old. I plan on going up through the administration. That's the only reason you get a fucking master's in criminal justice. Cause trust me, you can't do a whole lot with it. Okay. So like, I'm just telling you, like, this is where all I ever wanted. This is where I was going. Okay. Next thing, you know, overnight, it was like the fuck you are bitch go take a seat (laughs) and go take a seat for six months. In fact, you can't sit and you can't stand for long periods. You need to go lay down. So it was during this time that I was like, there's gotta be more, like more people going through this, more people, like more situations, like who, who, and I couldn't find anybody talking about anything. I couldn't find the woman I needed. I spent a lot of time as a woman in police work being, sexually harassed, being bullied, being ostracized, um, you know, being judged, being hated on all of these things, because I'm a strong woman, I'm not going to sit down and shut up. Um, but I'm not over the top. Like I know, I also like know when to shut my mouth, if that makes sense, because I think that there's an, uh, there's two extremes. And I felt like I always had a good balance, but because, you know, I, I could handle my own and I could do these things. I, I intimidated, Uh, weak people around me all the time. Okay. And so there was nobody there for me. And I, and I said, you know, I, I just need to be that for somebody. And that's really kind of how I got there. Now, I will tell you, yeah, even though I still, I coach female officers and do the things, Sam, I still do the shit that I would tell you to do. I meditate, my My office is, sur- I'm surrounded by crystals. You know what I mean? I meditate. I did a 45 minute meditation before I even got on this call. I journal, I I douse, like my pet, like I was just dowsing. You can see my pendulum right here. Like she knows that's a big thing for me. Like I just took all those principles and applied it to myself in my life and here i am helping women be the best version of themselves and it's just it's just a it's an area a demographic of women who kind of get like looked over because they're in, they're in a man dominated a male dominated career so i just said "Fuck it i'm just gonna go there and and so all of that to tell you this it's very overwhelming that I like my inboxes have never been flooded so much, Samantha. It's 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 insane they, they are flooded Be, every day. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, by women because there's nobody. I got an email yesterday. I have searched the internet, and you are the only fucking female cop helping other female cops. Thank you. Like I need this, and it's not. It's not. And I just want to say this. I know I'm very long-winded about this. Sorry, I have- No, I was like, it's like a mic drop, dude. You go girl. (laughs) I'm not out there going, I'm the best female cop, be like me. And that seems to be like a business model that I don't know who the fuck started it, but that's not what I'm trying to be like. I'm not in, you know, I'm not being like, be like me. I was the best when I was full-time. And now that I'm part-time because I still am and I'm still a cop, like be like me. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, fuck, don't do what I did. (laughs) Like I did this shit. I made a lot of mistakes hey, I overcame depression. Here's how I did it. But you don't have to do what I did. You can listen to me. You can know that I'm here for you. I have communities for these women. I look at myself as a conduit, as you know, a way for women to look up to, to, you know, to ask the questions. But you don't got to be like me. You don't have to be like me. I'm not, I'm not telling you to be like me. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get every woman to be the best version of her. Well,
1: community is so important and that's what it comes down to is it's like, you just need someone else to be like, Oh my God, I didn't know there was someone else struggling with this going through this. And it doesn't matter if like they use your exact methods because honestly, they probably sh- and everyone should not be using everyone's same methods, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it like, at least sparks something in them where they're like, Hey, like maybe one day a week, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to go see a therapist or I'm going to do this or just to have someone be like, here's what you can expect. Cause I've seen you do that in your videos too. Um, it's fucking rad. Like I'm sitting here listening to you, and one of my biggest, well, one of the reasons I connect with you too is I don't know a lot of other, like, so I feel like we all kind of bond together, like first responder. So my yes. husband's army, your husband's a police officer, you are a police officer, and I'm like, oh look, a friend, you know, because you kind of get the mentality behind that. It's different. I, right People now, don't one get of it. The things that's been really interesting about this deployment from my husband's other ones, I don't know another, I don't know another single um, spouse. Mm-hmm. whose husbands are deployed. Or- no one like zero. Like I just am like, it's just me out here raw dogging it. <laughs> and you know, that's what it comes down to though. I was like, wow, I must feel sad about this. Like, I feel like I'm going to cry. It hasn't really bothered me, but I just know that there's probably other
0: women like struggling at home, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. And they are.
1: Yeah. It, yep.
0: And, it, and it, again, it's a male dominated area. Okay. So the men, like the men aren't talking about it. You know, what do we see? So this is the thing. So if, if anybody listening, if you're bored while you're listening to this podcast and you're on the scroll, you go to Instagram, you can search some hashtags. You can search female officers. You can search cops. You can search soldiers. Um, Is Jake in the army? Yeah. He's in the army. You can search army and you go, look, this is what you're going to find. A lot of, a lot of people working out. A lot of people in uniform. You're Mm -hmm. going to see the TikTok. We we call them the TikTok cops, which I don't care. I think that's fine, whatever. But everybody has their own opinion. I follow a couple that
1: are local for
0: Utah and they're hilarious. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But so that's what you're going to see. You're not going to see a lot of, hey, here's the reality of like being the spouse or here's the reality of being in the job and like not being fulfilled. Do you know what I'm saying? So, that's why we we have to, well, we don't we don't have to do anything, but when it's on your heart to be that person like it is for me and just raw dog it like you said and just be like, I just fucking send it. And the internet blows up and I get trolled, and it's cost it's cost me a very significant um, opportunity that I was I had just gotten hired with um, a law enforcement training company. I was the first female cop uh, trainer. And I go down, teach a class, knock it out of the park. Five days later, they told me it's not going to work because the internet doesn't like me.
1: Oh, I was like, because what? But
0: <laughs> no fucking way. I'm not kidding. The and the
1: internet doesn't like you. What is that like? So they pulled all 7 billion people on this planet who use the internet and they were like, they don't like you.
0: They told me that I wasn't well received on the internet. I'm like, okay.
1: But do you know what that is? That's. I mean, that fucking sucks, but that's like a nudge, like back to, no, you've got something bigger for you.
0: Yeah. Yep. It doesn't take away from, I'll yeah. tell you, that was not a glitter filled moment, Sam.
1: <laughs> it was, it was like, you're on the floor crying and you're like, look, yeah. at the glitter The glitter's still here.
0: There's yeah, where the big. fuck is the glitter? <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. There were, mm. there were glitter filled tears. I know it. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, man. Yeah. Well, and from that, actually, I will tell you this, <laughs> it took me a month. I'm going to just, I'm going to preface this with, it took me a month, but I actually just released a mini course, a free mini course on what to do if you're a woman who's ever been bullied, trolled, or ostracized. (laughs) And like, I'm putting it out there, like, listen, bitches, fuck you come at me because I'm going to help other women. And, you know, and in, in May, I'm going to, I'm going to host, it's a paid, it'll be $47 and it'll be a live masterclass where all the women get to come and talk to me and I'm going to teach them exactly how to fucking navigate it. So I Wait, am turning it into glitter, you know? Okay.
1: That's actually really bomb. What's your, let's, well, if you guys go over to the glitter.me, I will have Autumn's, um, podcast, or podcast. You do have a podcast too, but I'll have your Instagram linked up so you guys can follow her, get all that information for that class because that's actually genius. So my TikTok has started to pop. And, you know, I'm getting like 80 something comments and I'm like, oh my gosh. And everyone has been so amazing, but I've heard that you have to prepare yourself for like that random slide in of your fat or look at the gap in your teeth, you know, of just like random shit.
0: You know, I was, um, so one of the things I want to tell you this, I have it right here. So, um. I have a therapist and I think that anybody who's highly successful and who wants to be out there in a big way really should have a coach or a therapist or both and, or all of the above. (laughs) Um, And (laughs) anyway, yeah, exactly. And so this is what she just said. I just got out of session with her and she said, rejection is a reminder that we have placed our worth outside of ourselves because I was talking to her about these trolls and how the internet like blew up. And so Just anybody who's like dealing with that or going to be dealing with that, like you can't get rejected and you can't feel unloved if it, if the, if you feel in your heart worthy and you love yourself, but it's when we put it out here is when we can feel all of those things. So I just wanted to say that to anybody who might be going through, because I was a mic
1: outside validation, you know, but it does feel great to know that you're helping other people and all of that, but you have to validate yourself first. And I feel like when you're already so validated, like someone can walk up to me and be like, your hair looks stupid. And I'm like, oh, well, I really like it today. Like, cool. (laughs) You know, that's, you have to get to that place.
0: And you know, when a place that I have found and you know, the people that find the time to come onto our stuff. Okay. And not just and not just be like, that was dumb. Right. But like fucking really come at somebody. We must pray for them because they are in such a fucking low spot. Like they literally are so low in their lives. They have absolutely no self-worth. They have nothing going on in their lives. And what they're doing is they want our attention. They want any attention possible. So they're going to give us negative attention because they're so unfulfilled. And when the internet blew up. And I mean, I'm when I tell you the internet, I'm not talking people. I'm talking fucking pages with thousands and thousands and thousands of followers, multiple pages in the law enforcement community have come after me. I have a page. There's a page called Officer Autumn with an extra N. So two N's in my name. It's still going on right now. Instagram won't take it down. Oh yeah, pretending to be me making fun of everything that I do. I mean, my, I have people... Who I went to the police academy with, Sam, that follow and like what these pages. I mean, when I'm talking fourteen thousand followers, thousand seventy thousand followers, like these pages. Here's the thing: doesn't fucking matter. Big pages are not these. These people are empty because would you ever spend your time hating on somebody? I, I just would. I have no time for that. Like I would just would never. I would never do that. There's people on the internet that I fucking hate. You know what I do? Scroll or block or I unfollow. (laughs) Like what?
1: I've been ridiculous in my blocking lately. I mean, I told you, I was like, I've blocked people from my life that like have caused me hell for years. And I haven't even cared except for the fact that I was like, look what I did. Mm Mm-hmm. That is, I just want to stop though and preface it. Like, I don't want to skim past that. Like that is a huge thing, like to have other people create accounts to mock you. Like that is fucking lame and they are fucking empty, but I just have to tell you, like just seeing your bravery, like just reminds me to like be brave too. And I really like every time you just keep stepping up and making your videos and you're like, fuck this, I have a mission. Like you're doing it for everybody and it's incredible.
0: And, and I appreciate that. And, um, I think I just want to tell you, like, I think I need to hear that more than, you know, because it's not easy. Y- you really do feel like you're on an Island. I have felt like I am on it. Cause there's nobody like, and that's what, I, you know, I, you know, my husband's like, you know, and he's great, but he'd be trying to tell me things. And I'm like, don't talk to me. Cause you can't even, you're not even in this world. Like you can't understand, you know, because he'll sit back or people will be like, well, I'm like, what are you saying? And I'm like, I don't give a fuck what I'm saying. I, I could, I doesn't matter what I'm saying people do not get to come onto my social media and do what they're doing to me. And I really stand behind that. I really believe that we should all, you could do whatever the fuck you want with your social media, right? As long as you're not like targeting, harming, bullying, trolling other people, do what you want with your social media. And that's what I was saying to him. I'm like, excuse me. I live in America. Okay. I can literally say whatever the fuck I want to say. So don't tell me to like tone or dim, tone down my message, dim my fucking light because I'm offending people. It's my, I'm not going on anybody else's platform. It's my platform that I built. And I'm going to tell you, and you know this because you're a social media fucking expert. I'm just now, I just now got over 10,000 followers on Instagram. It has taken me years. And to me, people don't understand the work that has gone into that. So if I want to stand on my fucking platform and say, whatever I want to say, I'm gonna do it. <laughs>
1: like that's Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And you know what? I'm yeah. I was like, fuck yeah. Oh like, yes, girl, yes. <laughs> like a cheering. I need a cheer button where I'm like, yay. <laughs> I just saw. I saw. I'm starting to see influencers do this too. Like the big, like um, like Amanda Francis. You, I know you had her on your podcast. Do you still follow her? Did you I see? Oh, so she's pregnant with twins, and now everyone's coming at her, telling her how she should live her life because she's pregnant, and she should marry this guy, and all this stuff. You know. And she has just been like, shut the fuck up. I built this platform, move on. And I just like, I do this like little cheer in my heart every time. Like, thank you, you know, we're not here to mold to what other people want us to be.
0: No, no, I know. And it's real. And um, yeah, so if anybody who's listening to this can relate, if there's any advice I could give you, is surround yourself with women or people who are not fitting into the mold. Somebody who I love who's not a woman, Somebody who I love, and Sam, I think you would um, identify or align very well with, his name is Andy Frischella. He's the owner and founder of First Form. He's very pro. Oh,
1: I like their brand a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very pro-military, very pro-law enforcement. But he says that, like, he, he, he'll he tell you. he say, I don't give a flying fuck. I don't fucking care what you think. Here's what I think. This is my fucking podcast. This is what I'm fucking building. And if this is my fucking company, and if you don't like it, fuck off. And I'm like, I love you. <laughs> like, yeah. And that makes me, I will forever be a follower fan customer because he's just doing him. And I think that really needs to be the message here on today's episode of there's, you want glitter. There's the glitter you do you and, and the people and people who are authentic will follow you inauthentic people will not follow you. You don't want them. Well, and sometimes too, like, I know that I've triggered
1: people and like, they've been pissed at me and I was like, oh, okay. Like it just came out of my mouth. Like, I can't help that you're pissed. And then they've come back like years later and was like, Hey, that was the catalyst that changed my life, you know? Mm -hmm. And so you have to realize too, sometimes we're triggering people. They're going to come in and out of our lives. I do believe I want to segue into angels. I wrote it down and I cannot let it pass. Like we have to talk about this before we get off this. Yeah. But like, you know, sometimes I think you've contracted with people too, to like have an experience in their life as well you know, mm-hmm. and everything isn't, this is the thing is everyone's trying to be high vibe and they're trying to be at this certain vibration, but all that does to me is cause separation. So you have to realize that like, sometimes you're contracted to do fucked up things too. And sometimes they might have agreed to do this fucked up thing to you.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree.
1: That was my circle. I think I spit on myself a few times. <laughs> my lip is starting to work again.
0: Oh, I'm glad it's starting to
1: work. Don't bite <laughs> it's it. really tingly. But okay, so let's talk about angels. You were definitely a catalyst to me and then it led into aliens. And now I'm just like, everything is moving and everything is dimensional and all of this stuff. How have angels, and we're talking about um, angels, angels, just for people listening. I hope everyone knows. (laughs) Everyone knows. I'm like, they do, right? I was like, it's not like a police group.
0: No, 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 no. Angel, angels, yeah. As I'm wearing my angel wing necklace, if you could see with the blue heart right, <laughs> the blue stone right in the center for law enforcement. Um, actually, a female cop. She like, she uh, does like that's her, her company, and so I'm like, I love it. Um, so angels is very so much a part of me, you know, Sam. Um, just to give you and every, I don't, you know the story, but I'm just gonna tell everybody real quickly with the background. Um, so my mother's a shaman. And when I was growing up, I had an imaginary friend when I was like one or two and her name was Maggie and my mom, she didn't shut that shit down. In fact, she just, it was cool. It was no problem. And Maggie was my guardian angel. I was born with her. And I, when I, when I cross, she'll be there. Like she's with me. And, um, and that, you know, my mom and I always had a lot of conversations around, uh, angels and spirits and and spirit guides and all of the things. When I was growing up, we lived in a haunted house. My house was very fucking haunted uh, because like they'd come and they'd need my mother to like cro- have have them cross because they'd get stuck into the in between the dimensions and you know just shit like that. And I'd see things, I'd hear things, and like all the things. So my childhood was very open. Like so, um, as I became a police officer you know, I was going into a lot of scary shit and I just would bring my angels and I'd ask Archangel Michael, please to protect me. Please be with me. I had his coin. You know, I had all the things carry a crystal with me and, um, it just worked. And I'm telling you, people could say whatever they want, but he would get me out of the most crazy, crazy shit. He kept me so safe on the road there. We'd go to houses where all like histories of shit shows would happen. And I would pray On my way, going code. I'm in my I'm in my police car doing a thousand things at one time, you know. And I'm praying the whole time, like, okay, Archangel Michael, you be with me. And I'd visualize him, and I'd do all these things. And guess what? I'd get to the fucking call, and it would go so smooth. And like everybody'd be like, Autumn, like, what the fuck, you know? And I'm like, yeah, like. I'm not saying I didn't deal with some shit, but I'm just telling you, like, it happened over and over again, and. I really believe like my spirituality and my belief system in something greater around me, you know, and my angels and stuff, it just really helped, has helped me so much in so many different aspects and helped me stay connected to my intuition and who I actually am, like in my heart and spiritually. Um, and I'm, this sounds conceited. I'm not trying to be conceited, but I will tell you, I, you know a lot of people look at me, Uh, in my life, the people who know me and they're like, fuck, like, how do you do it? I mean, you've fallen and you get up and you just like kick ass and then you fall and then like, it's no big deal. And it's like, yeah, but because I'm not doing it alone. Like I'm not out here all by myself. Like my, my fucking spirit teams with me, I have a, a great connection relationship with them. And I just, that's just how I look at it. So, um, and what's cool is I, ha- I created this little brand called the Intuitive Sheepdog, and Sheepdog is um, it's just another term for a first responder. So it's somebody who's out there like protecting the flock, which would be the sheep from the wolves, which are predators. So you don't have to be a first responder, but it's just a protector. So like I, I ran the brand called Intuitive Sheepdog. I was very successful teaching spirituality to cops because people don't understand. Like we all need something to believe in, Sam. <coughs>
1: We, we all need purpose. Um, but that's you, it kind of an interesting balance between we need a purpose, but we can't be so attached to our purpose that we don't see the other paths, you know? Yes. Yeah. So, Like when you think about this stuff, you guys like, don't go out and be like, I have to find my purpose because you're not going to, mm-hmm. you know, but you just need purpose in the moments and purpose in the like reason for getting out of bed. Mm-hmm. That's glitter to me too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So badass ex-police officer, current police officer, teaching police officers, and talking to angels. Autumn, you are a rock star.
0: Oh, thanks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You also, you have a dog that you train too. I just like see all the cool stuff you're doing and I'm like, she's so cool.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. So we have three Belgian Malinois. Like we're fucking insane. And if you don't know anything about a Belgian Malinois, it's a German shepherd on cocaine. (laughs) Like they're insane. So my husband, he is a canine handler. And so- we have his new dog. His name is Lambo. And then we have his retired dog named Ebo. Him and um, my husband are very decorated. Um, Ebo is one of the most decorated dogs in the state police, which is really cool. And then I got, a, I just felt out of the loop and I went and got myself a fucking Belgian Malinois. She's insane. She's crazy. Her name is Kila, spelled Killa <laughs> because I needed that. <laughs> and, uh, um, I train her in protection sports. So basically what all these police dogs are doing, yeah. Me and my girl, we do it and we compete and we have fun and I'm just insane.
1: <laughs> my friend has a
0: friend, my friend,
1: what did I just say? My husband has a friend who he's a canine handler too, and he has a police dog and it's so funny. Like they like, <laughs> I'm like, what are you guys doing today? Oh, we're hanging out with the dog. I'm like, okay.
0: Yeah, man, it's a way of life. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's like it's, it is. It's like it's literally a way of life. You're like, this is who I am now. Exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, so thank you for everything you're doing in the world. Thank you for being brave, and thanks for sharing your glitter with us. You guys can find Autumn hanging out on TikTok, Instagram. Um, what's your is it
0: Autumn Clifford? It's just at it's Officer Autumn. So find Officer. me at Officer Autumn on all the socials and. um,
1: Yep. And then if you guys head over to theglitter.me, click
0: this episode and we'll have her linked up for you guys. So thanks for hanging out on the show today. Thanks for having me.